Halsey Roofing is a multi-generational, family-owned company that has been in the business of serving you for over 40 years. When Big Tom and his wife Sandy started Halsey Roofing all the way back in 1978, they did it with one goal in mind, and that goal was to put the client and their family's needs first. Whether your need is commercial or residential, you and your family are what matters. And that legacy is carried on today by their son Matt and his wife Justine. With the commitment to providing you with the very best product and professional craftsmanship that you will find anywhere. They offer free inspections and 24-hour emergency services for those times you truly are in need. And while you have more important things to do than haggle with the insurance company over what is best for you and your family, leave it to them and they will ensure you get the most for your money. Having been to Big Tom and Sandy's house for the 4th of July extravaganza and multiple dinner dates with Matt and Justine, I can truly tell you they put family first. And you family what's up everybody um welcome to the right lane uh, if you're wondering why lane's voice all of a sudden got sexier and better and more manlier it's because it's not lane uh, my boy is on sabbatical but uh as they say in hollywood the show must go on so i'm be i'm so grateful to be joined by uh brock schmittler of only in lime only in lime part <laughs> two now i know we're definitely gonna get into that man uh <laughs> So let's just die. First of all, thanks for coming out and uh, putting Anytime. up with all my bullshit. Uh, I think you got here about two and a half hours ago, and just now we're getting actually started with going and stuff. Uh, my apologies. Uh, so why did they? So the, if, for anybody that doesn't know, the Only Lee May page, the original, has been. What did they do with it? Zucked, just murdered. Why? It's, it's kind of a weird deal because it's still there. Like, I can still go look at all of it. It's not, it hasn't been archived. I'm the only person that can see it, though. So, like, me, well, the mod, like, there's one more moderator there. Uh, we can see all of the content. It's just not, uh, it's just disabled, whatever that means. Was, that, was there a reasoning given behind that? Well, I mean, I, you know, I've been a thorn in the Zuckerberg side for as long as I've been on Facebook. You know, like, basically everything that, I've cut my teeth doing on Facebook has been deemed illegal by Facebook now. You know, like I, I sort of got my niche by roasting yes, people. We talked uh, about that. You know, posting mug shots, doing all these things. Everything that I did before in the name of comedy and entertainment is now considered bullying, you know. And uh, that really pisses me off because I never picked on anybody that didn't deserve it. You know, like, oh. <laughs> if that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. You know, yes. I'm not running around picking on handicapped people or little kids that can't help their condition or anything. I'm picking on asshole criminals and shit. You right. Know? So like, like it's just ridiculous to me. But what got us finally killed was the wife actually, and she made a comp. There was a, a post been made about some little asshole kids in the neighborhood doing asshole kid things. You know, like standing in the street and then when you honk at them they like you know puff up on you or throw something at your car or whatever right so somebody was making a post about it and um uh, you know some karen had made a comment about someone needs to get those kids out of the house or you know some other bullshit like i, I know all the solutions to these problems uh comment and my wife my wife made a joke about kidnapping the kids to improve their lives <laughs> and uh <laughs> so <laughs> That is fucking. That's awesome. what did it in, man. And so that's what. <laughs> that's apparently they they just frown on the idea of kidnapping kids. Like it's ridiculous. Like we don't even like the fucking kids we got. We're not really going to kidnap anymore. You know what I mean? So like, oh my god, you can't, you can't fucking joke on Facebook anymore. It's lost its way. So 
That is awesome, though. It, it is awesome. I appreciate her joke so much. <laughs> me, me too. And you know what's funny is I've said all this crazy shit, and then she, you know, like she doesn't really, she's not super active on the page or any of that. There was a time when she was, but <laughs> then she steps up, she makes one comment about kidnapping, and they just zuck us to death, like gone. So, you know, we made another page. It, it was never about like the followers, like you know. We we talked about that last time about like thirty two thousand. Yeah, yeah thirty two. The last time I had looked before. It sucks because the exposure isn't there anymore. But it was never about like likes or follows or any of that shit for me. It was about like getting things done. Right. So, you know, the, I think the people are already back that made the page what it was anyway. So like when something pops off where we need the network, it'll be there. It's to me. To me though, it's just uh, it's disheartening because. Uh, it's, it's so it's the year it's it's like man it's years. a lot of investment it really is like yeah. it's super much like we've only been doing this for since November like actually we started we're putting out shows in November but we haven't been doing this that long and there's so many hours invested in just in countless this. I can't imagine like so what was your initial reaction and I, don't give me that uh that cool guy answer no. you, there has to be <laughs> there has to be some sort like oh. I you know it's something that I've seen coming for a long time. So something I've always kind of just like mentally prepared myself for because like I either have to fit into the box or eventually they're going to deplatform me. Okay, so like I've never made a dollar from Facebook, so I've never, you know, and I've brought them countless traffic, you know, like when you're talking about a local St. Louis page netting 30 something thousand people in a local area, like there was such a mar- like untapped market there for advertising for all kinds of things that I never did just for the idea of the network cuz i honestly want to be you know what i'm talking about you know i want to no i i can appreciate talk that the talk, yes, you know, like, i can appreciate that cuz i uh i've had people approach about doing different things and stuff before even this and i'm like man i'm i'm not that guy you like just always I, felt silly yes cuz like people know me and those are the people i'm worried about hearing me, me. Too. and like you know <laughs> Uh, I want to be true. No matter what I do, I want to be true to, to who I am. That's it. All man. the time, because I, I don't want like I'm a fucked up individual. Like most of, most of all of us are. True. But I want to be I want to be fuck, like known for what I'm what I do and not fucking things. I want to be known for standing yeah, on I wanna, I what I felt like yes. what I was passionate yes. about. You know, like you're never gonna get me to be quiet about the things that I'm passionate about, and I'm gonna speak honestly and openly about these things. That's why I love doing this you know like this sort of thing that only in lima that you're you know, perfect like, for by the way i appreciate that man you know, <laughs> super it's, perfect for I, i'm really trying to find my way into it still like i still haven't found where i belong at as far as i'm concerned like i'm still short of just bumping my way around like you know like this this is you know it sucked whenever they took the page down man like uh, you know no doubt it hurt my feelings like this is my baby this is my this is my weird ugly ass South County slash city love child, bro. That grew from organic, like grassroots, real shit getting done. You know, like, I mean, they can't take that away. You know what I mean? So, like, no matter what, it doesn't matter. Like, if they take the group away, we just, I'm always going to be who I am. And that, that footprint and that impression's already been made. So, like, whatever door it is that I'm walking into where I'm discovering who I am or what no, it is. It, it, it is know. a little hard to find, uh, because obviously you have a voice and you have a mind and, like, you're, you're, you're articulate, all that, all that good shit. But when you want to do that next step into media or any, in, in some platform or whatever, it's, it's, it is difficult. To it's find. hard. Unless you are know people who did that. Uh, Even then, it's hard, man. Yes. I've asked a million people for advice and help and you know, try to find other people to like collaborate with and do things with. Well, you're definitely going to move it forward. We're going to do more of this and stuff like that because you, you really are perfect for this. Uh, I got lucky. I'll be honest with you. I wanted to do a podcast for years. Uh, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law bought me a uh, Adam Carolla starter kit and shit like that that i had to, it was an online or uh yeah it was an online redeemable thing i never even redeemed it because 
I just, I just didn't know what to do. And I, I've had a couple of people approach me. I met with some people. I went and had lunch with a couple of people. One time I thought I was on a date <laughs> with a guy. <laughs> I, he was like, hey, Dan, he's met from Facebook. And he's like, hey, you want to get together for lunch sometime? I was like, sure, I, I, I guess. And when I got there, it was, it was still awkward and weird. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this is a date. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure I wound up on a fucking date. Let's we'll see how it goes. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna free, get a free lunch out of it. So fucking, um, right as I got ready to get up, he was like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I was like, oh, I got my free lunch. I'm getting out of here. And he's like, let's do a podcast. And I'm like, man, we're just kind of different people. Uh, I, like you're kind of a straight laced dude, and oh, I've, no, I think we're the same. I'm like, did I make dead dad and baby jokes, dude? Like all the time right. we're, we're not man and he's like yeah those aren't that funny i'm like yeah I, I, <laughs> to you i bet to you they're to not you but and then lane like I, i've known lane forever is but, this uh, lane we're talking about yeah. that you thought you were on a date with no was he not, wearing the sweater oh, he, he, like does, the, he does have that sweater <laughs> i told you i wasn't lying when i said i had the sweater bro but no uh i used to work with lane because he was a union guy that we uh we get busier and stuff we take on union people to help us with certain jobs and sometimes no matter what the job is because it's like working for the city or whatever with you have to have half union. So I ran into him at the fights again. And uh, I, don't, I don't know. We were drunk. So I don't really know how the conversation got brought up that he does, that he's got equipment. Once he's interviewed people or does podcasts or whatever. And I knew as soon as he spoke those words, I was like, oh, this is it. Me and you, we're going to make this happen. And he's all drunk that night. And he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, bro. We're doing this. <laughs> oh, inspired as fuck on that alcohol. Yeah. And then, oh, like, yeah. the next day, we text or whatever. And he was like, oh, yeah, about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to find people that are as, you know, and well, that's been my thing. Like, I, I don't know what I'm doing still, you know. So, like, I'm still trying to identify that. And then, so I just figured at one time, like, forget it. Like, same thing where you're talking about, like, where I just started, like, getting things together to do this. And then I was like, well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm still going to just do it. Yes. It's like, I'll make content. all. I love that. I love that approach. You know, well, and I read something about like not waiting for motivation to do shit, like motivating yourself to motivate yourself. Cause like a lot of times you actually get the ideas in the process as opposed to trying to plan it out or make it perfect before you even start it. You just, just start doing it, you know, just do it. Nike style. No, that's, that is exactly how we did it. We went to his house uh, and sat down to do uh to do this to see how it sounded or worked out and i mean I, I everybody's got their own opinion or whatever but when i heard it back for the first time like we were we did an hour of talking like straight without anything no no show parameters or how no format or anything and when we were done uh i i couldn't believe an hour was up and then i also couldn't believe that it, it flowed it it I thought we had something. We were onto something from the very begin, very beginning, and I told him that uh, he had a little experience with interviewing people because he's had Ableton and stuff like that for forever, and he's been he's been into music and shit like that. But he hadn't done any podcasting. But he listens to podcasts. He loves the Adam Carolla show, which I can't get past that guy's voice. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I I like him though. I like his attitude and his approach with the comedy smashed right. in. You know. Um, I don't know much about him, to be honest I, th- with you. I think really this whole thing's about putting together components, maybe. You know, like just different pieces of the puzzle. Yes. And it's like a growing, tumbling process. And, you know, I think like, that when you're done, you probably don't end up anywhere where you thought you were going to be, but you end up where you wanted to be. Or where you're supposed to be. Or where you're sure. supposed to be. For uh, sure. Like our or show, where you deserve to be. Yes. Our show tends to be a little sports heavy. But I like that's, sports. That's because yeah. that's who we know. Yeah. Like when we're like getting guests or whatever. uh I'd be like, oh, I know this MMA fighter. Like, that's a little bit of my background or whatever. Where uh, it's, it's like I started reaching out to people on TikTok today, though. 
Like there was a comedian or whatever. I you still know. haven't TikToked, man. Oh, See, you know what I'm I mad? Love, about? I watch the videos. And you know what I'm mad about? That all you people are on TikTok these days. Because I was on two years ago. I, I don't want to get all sad and sappy into it. My, my dad had passed away and stuff. Oh, and what sure. I, I figured out though, uh, you would like a video, and uh, that content is what they would put more of on your for you page. Algorithm. And so you'd like these videos and these. Vi- and before I, it's like your own thumbprint. And so when everybody when I first got on there, they were talking because I got on there because my kids. Uh, and they were talking about it was for young it was for young people and shit like that and uh, there was videos like that but there was a huge there was a large percentage of what me because that's what I liked and it would consistently share that stuff so I didn't see any of the shit that everybody was bitching about but I like the anan an, what's the word anam yeah anatomy that no where an, an, you don't nobody knows you you can't find people oh anonymity thank you God damn anonymity. I still can't say it uh, because Close uh, enough. because nobody was on there. Right. But and then uh, now though, I, I on my for you page today, there was three people I know that I'm not that I don't follow or anything like that. And I'm so fucking. I'm one of those people that all of a sudden it's not cool. No I more. I apparently have a few videos on TikTok. Yeah. But they're not obviously. I didn't make the videos. I've had videos made of some of my content and then shoved on there, and some of it like surrounding like the Elizabeth Cook affair, uh, which you're you know like. You have to eventually look into. Um, have gone, I don't know, like semi-viral. You know, like I don't even know what the fuck that means. But there's a guy uh, at work that went uh, fourteen thousand. Uh, fourteen thousand views, likes. Oh, likes. The vi- views are way more than that's that a for one of his videos. Yeah, but th- that's. But it. What do you get? Oh no, oh, nothing. You know, like that's a frustrating thing to me, man. Because like but, I, you know, like I'd like to just throw it out there and like get popular, and somehow a check just pop up in my fucking mailbox. Like, no, it, it's it's doing like anything else. It's putting it out there and the content, and the content. Uh, yeah, I, 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 some people get lucky, <sighs> and some people get lucky in their third video. Yeah, they blew up and they stayed. They because they keep putting out the content. Like there's guys from uh, there's a dude who was in prison in Pennsylvania. He's uh, I find him to be hilarious, but he's blown up on. He's still he's still on parole and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but he's just completely blown up. Yeah, one video did it, and he just continues to put out. That's that's how it goes. But you see a lot of these people become obsessed all of a sudden with trying to repeat the product. Yes, you know they just try too hard. You know, so like, I don't know, man. There's something. It has to be organic. It does have to be organic. It won't last unless it's organic. It has to be organic, and it's or or seem organic because these are like they they all call themselves content creators and shit now like that. Yeah, I hate that word too, man. Cuz like I've been labeled that as a couple times. I've had this, I've had some meetings oh, recently no, you, where yeah, like Yeah, you are. They're like, "Oh, you're a content creator." And I'm always like, "What the fuck?" I actually got called a uh uh a, a fucking influencer. Yeah. And that fucking took me. I was like, "What the fuck? Influ- influ- what the See, What'd I'd, you call me?" I'd, I'd be like, "You know, I've been influencing people forever." No, I know, but like <laughs> okay, so like I have an egotistical side that's like, "Fuck yeah, I'm an influencer, bitch." And then I have the other side of me that like no, is the opposite when, of that. When, it's like, dude, you're no influence. When strangers say stuff like that, I'm, I'm that that it would take me. It would take me back. Oh, it does. Like my because you don't you, when you I don't know each other. So I would, I, when I hear that local celebrity shit, it gets me all the time. Because well, people are like, oh, well, it looks you like meeting a local celebrity, and I'm always like, but you, but you are, you I, are. That's such an odd concept to me, still, brother. Like I don't, you for, know, for hearing about you is not because you are though. Uh, like I've been that asked, just doesn't I've feel been, real. I've been told, oh, you're that guy from Facebook. And I'm like, I don't even know. What that yeah, means. that's trippy. I was like, I don't even know what that means. I, I just have a normal page that I do. For, I make jokes and stuff like that. Rarely do I get into it with anybody. No, I, I know who you are. But you are actually one of those people who are, is that you're actually that guy from Facebook. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the, <laughs> that's, and that's how they ask you. You're that guy. You do, it's always like you're that oil guy, right? And I'm always like, ah, oh, God. There was a time when people would ask that when I was like, fuck, it could go 50-50 either way. Like, this either, this dude's either going to love me 
or he wants to punch me in the mouth. <laughs> now, I'm batting a thousand percent for not being punched in the I, mouth. I, people ain't about that action when you're in front of them. They really aren't. No. And I, I've never pretended to be a tough guy by any stretch of the. I've had my ass kicked so many times, bro. I'm just not afraid of it anymore. So it doesn't, you know, like I'm not tough. I'm just hard to beat up. You know what I mean? So like I have a hard I, I head. Think that, I think point. that is the definition of tough, though. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's Rocky's I'm, definition. I'm, you know, yeah, I'm like, pretty sure. Yeah. It's not about it, how hard it, you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. Yeah. Keep, <laughs> keep coming. coming back. <laughs> you know. The, yeah. You gotta love Rocky. Oh fuck. Uh, but that is what, like the Diaz. That's kind of what they're. It is. <laughs> like if if the if there was no limit to the rounds, I don't think Nick Diaz would ever lose a fight. No. Well, no, not Nick anymore. Nate, Nick's Nate. a little, Nick's a little puffy now. Yeah, like well, he, I, th- I felt bad for Nick in that last fight. I really uh, did. I, I wished he wouldn't have taken it. Uh, he was my first favorite fighter. I love Nick. I love the Diaz brothers, both of them. Uh, I, I love uh, the Robbie Lawler fight. Is the one that like, great a, fight. One of the my introductions into MMA because I, I watched it. I, I'm pretty sure I watched it live, and just to see him. He reminded me of like a, a guy I used to see when I brushed my teeth and shit. Yeah. Like just screaming and hollering. Okay. Let's do this. Let's yeah. do this. And fucking. Uh, no nonsense. So like, I love that guy ever since. But I do. He, uh, I've seen all this, the interviews and stuff like with his teachers from school and shit like that. They like that's PTSD right there. They, they walk around with a 24 seven. Like I watched a, Nate do an interview. It was the build up to uh, the Jorge fight. And uh, they were talking to him about him smacking Khabib. And then he's like, man, they fucking sat in front. And he almost, like, started to cry when he said it. That they sat in front of me, and they took a group picture, like a selfie, so that you could see me behind them and shit like that. And they're all laughing at me and making fun of me. And, like, you could see the pain in his face. And his I know face. that pain. Yes. And you know the pain. Yes. You see the pain. Other people might not see that pain. Oh, man. I, I, you got to know that pain. I, I, man, I felt... I, like, I, I, it makes <laughs> me... Like, I feel the pain now, myself, yes. actually. I, like, I, it just, gets in my throat and, like, talk- in my... It makes my ears tingle, bro. So watching him talk about it, I'm like, man, they've had a life that people don't like, don't don't understand. And so he was like, no, fuck that. So I went over and smacked the shit out of him. Uh, and he's like, you know what they did? Nothing. Nothing. He's like, they ran from me. I, w- I got kicked out of the venue. I went outside and I waited by himself. Not with. He's like, there's 12 Russian dudes. He's like, no, you're not. You're not nah, gonna make fun of me. Yeah, you're not no. doing that. Fuck that. Uh, like I heard there was a story too about uh, Joe Riggs and uh, Nate when Nick fought him. Uh, they wind up at the hospital together. Joe Riggs won that fight. I even think I thought he won it at the time, too, even though I, I'm a huge Diaz guy. Well, they find each other at the elevator or at a broom closet or something and start beating the shit out of each other all over again because Joe's like, hey, man, good fight. He's like, no, we're not done, motherfucker. We're not. We're going to finish right now. I, and I know that <laughs> sort of pride, if that makes sense, because it's a yes. pride thing. It's but, all I've got at a certain point. It's look, all I had. You can't look weak in the jungle. No, you can't. That, that's where it comes from. That, like, it is where it comes yeah, from. Yeah, you, you can't punk on me because somebody else is going to think they can punk on me. I learned very early that if you allow that to continue, then you're just going to be a victim for a long time, man. So it's better to just go on. Like, even if you get your ass kicked, fight back. Fight yes. back. Yes. And you know what? Even if you kick my ass, you can't shut my mouth. No, because I'll stand it. back up. We'll, we'll do it again. We're going to do it again later. That's right. And I've lost so many fights. I'll never be able to catch up. I'll always have a losing record. But you know what? No one will ever say that I ran from it, that I was nervous about it. And uh, they'll that, be like, hey, that I'm guy's call, a fucking I'm, gamer. I'm calling, cap, I'm calling cap on that, though. That guy's a fucking gamer. I'm calling cap on that. Never been nervous. You don't show it, though. Yeah, I'm no. nervous as fuck. I'm scared to death. You, <laughs> you know what? And I learned something about this, and I taught my kids this. If you think you're going to fight, just fight. Because what I learned also was that if you think about it, you're going to get scared and you're going to punk out. Yeah. And when you punk out, you're in trouble. Right. So yep. my deal was if you said some stupid shit to me at 10, 15 in the morning, about three o'clock, I'm dead. Now, nah, motherfucker, we're going home right, right now. now. Right now. We're going home right now because we're fighting right now. Yes. Like, I'm not waiting. I'm mad right now. 
if I, I don't do this right now, I'm going to punk out. I'm worried about the, the getting jumped later or fucking being by myself. That, yeah. That's what made me think, that, okay, we're just going to do this right now. I'm not, I'm not waiting. I noticed that the longer it went, the less my balls, my balls shrunk. I just couldn't live with that that uh, that fear because it is it is a fear. Whatever. Think about it all day. Yeah. No, we're not. I can't no, do that. I like, don't want to either. I don't want to dwell on it. Let's just do it. From an early age, I'm like, nah, man. I gotta go find. I'm you. still this way as an adult, man. If You're I honest, if I think there's gonna be a fucking, if I really think there's gonna be a problem, I'll just swing at you because I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, no surprises. I'm, I'm catching that as a clip. If I really think there's going to be a problem, I'm just swinging at you, bitch. Yeah, well, you know, and you know at a certain point, because, like, I don't have any, I don't have the energy to, like, argue or scream with you. I'm not pushing or shoving, like, I don't have the energy for that shit, oh, no, bro. I got to save the cardio, because, like. <laughs> you can't be talking shit to me in arms no, distance. No, because that, that's a fight indicator. Yeah, I've been sucker punched. Uh, Too many times. Yeah, and, and then you're like, what do you mean you got sucker punched? You were sta- staring right at him. I'm like, I, I, I sort of have a, like if you if he's in the range, that wasn't a side like you, you should have known. You should have protected yourself. The body language screams anyway, man. It's kind of hard. Right, right, right. You know, don't take your eyes off the motherfucker, first and foremost, <laughs> you know, like, but yeah, I learned a lot of these lessons. It's not like we lived similar lives growing up. It very much uh, so. You, you, but you, you learn uh, lessons the hard way. I, that's I, I've never learned a lesson any other way. Well, I, don't, I don't know too many people that have. Like, I think my grandpa used to have this proverb. They used to tell us that somebody else's stuff that, uh. A smart man learns from his mistakes. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. I'm not wise. No, no. I'm definitely not that. I'm trying to make my kids, but uh, I find out they're my kids, so (laughs) they're not wise either. I've given, uh, now that my kids are older, I've actually given up on even trying to over-explain because, like, they don't believe us anyway. They just think we've lived, like, these square-ass, leave-it-to-beaver lives, right? So where we've been this person our whole lives, and they don't get what we've seen or been through. And I tried, like, kid, do you think I was born... 45 years old, bro. I was. I used to, I used to take mine down to my dad's house. I used house to pick on kids like you. And have them sit on the front porch. And we would, so they could see the neighborhood. And the people, like, just the dope heads and fucking. It's a different life down it there. It is. On Pennsylvania and Nagel than, than anything they see. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, though, I stopped doing it because it, it, the neighborhood just gets worse and worse. It's, uh, it's definitely declining. I, I did tell them that I was a little honest with them when I was like, it wasn't this bad when I was a kid. That I said, when I was your age, because uh, I think at the time Dylan was like eight or nine, I was like, it was a really fairly decent neighborhood. I mean, you fought, and people your shit might get stolen, but everybody cut their grass. Well, just because we were poor didn't mean we didn't care about our right. shit. That's, that's how, the difference. That's how it looks, though, these days. Yeah. Because uh, it's a shithole down there. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the difference. Now everybody's renting. Right, yeah. Back then, everybody owned their houses. It was middle class or you know, even lower income families, but they still had pride in their shit. They cared about their neighbors. And they watched See, out for each other. So you had a sense of I'm neighborhood. and I'm interested in how like how that comes about. Like, I know it's over over the course of time or whatever, but who's going in and buying all these properties up even t- 20 years ago? Fifth, investors, man. 10 years and they're ago. out of town investors. They're out of country investors. It's really crazy because that's where I that's where I actually that's where 90 percent of my work was. Uh, was investment properties, rental flips, that kind of thing. You'd be surprised who it is. And it's even mom and pops, though. I mean, there was like a whole housing boom where. You know, it was just smart to buy properties. Yeah, I, well, I still think it's the, it, uh, the number one thing they tell you to do with your money is to invest in property and stuff. Because I know, like, th- three guys or a couple guys that uh, they're fi- they have they own businesses. They do, they're doing well for themselves, and they, div- they have diversified their money by buying up rental properties. It's a good place to stick your money, you know, because it's always going to bring your money back to you. It's hardly, you know, very rarely do you lose money in the in the real estate markets. You know, you can. 
But generally speaking, whenever you lose in a housing boom, it's someone who overbought their house. You right. Know, like you bought too big a house, interest rates goes up. You you know you took a balloon rate mortgage, and next thing you know, you're yeah, that, homeless. You know, I, I'm not really adverse in anything like that. Uh, nobody ever really said, taught me how to do shit like Me that either. But I just knew that if it could change, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> that's right the word balloon indicates that this shit's going up oh yeah that sounds bad you know yeah that uh, i don't understand how people do shit like that well i mean you know and it could be a good starting point for someone i'm not like the finance uh like master but you know some people if you do what you're supposed to do and you start your mortgage on a balloon or like a uh you know like altered rate it, it doesn't usually you're locked in for a few years. If you get your shit together before the end of that period and you refinance, you're fine. Why would you buy a house, though, at that point? Because uh, this I, I mean, Why house, wouldn't you? you know how many houses I've owned? One. The this one I'm one, living in. And yeah. I, I we bought it three years ago because uh, I, I have this fear of uh, commitment. I guess you could say <laughs> it is almost right. like I don't want to get locked into anything. I want to be I have to do this. And you're responsible for everything that goes wrong. Yeah. yeah. Fuck that. Uh so we didn't buy a house. I didn't buy a starter home or anything like that. You're just throwing money out the window, though. Yeah. Man. They, uh, well. I, I think I've seen the investment over time. They said after the gra- all everything that goes into owning a house, replacing this, replacing that, cutting your grass, doing this, you're negative like 40 bucks over a 30-year <laughs> loan or some shit like that. Uh, yeah, but then you could sell. I mean, you know, no matter what, you've got something to cash out. Yeah. Yes. That, that you know what for I mean? sure. So like, well, I mean, if you rent an apartment for forty years and you there, move out, no, it's you, not, you, you right. don't get your deposit back. Ah, uh, you know what I mean? Like, and they'll and make the, sure you don't. And the way it. that rent it, because my wife, so we used to battle this all the time. She's has been dead set against renting since the very beginning. Right. But I only I got her to rent for like seventeen years. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she says that stuff all the time, though. But uh it's carefree. Like there's, I mean, you can just leave. You know, yeah. if you don't like it, you can just go. And I went to 16 different schools, bro. Yeah, <laughs> Me, yeah, right. So then, like, I don't want to be locked in anything. Many of me couches I slept on and shit. I think and, I, I'm. You know what? I think that affected me the opposite because I went to a lot of different schools. I was raised in a lot of facilities and shit. Like so that. you want? Yeah. I spent a lot of time in uh, DYS. And yeah. DFS and you know, we such have, places. We have very similar. So uh, moving <laughs> from facility to facility, I just wanted stability, bro. I just wanted to be in one place and just be there. You know. And that, that was my thing. That's why I also know that I didn't want any neighbors. That's why I finally just moved out to the woods. And right. Called it over. Well, I did that w- weird thing where like, we moved in here and I got all, because uh, now we're like in the suburbs. Yeah. The people who I never, like, ever, they, well. they always gave me side-eyed and stuff when I was younger. No, I felt like um, insecure. Me too. The first few months I was living here and stuff, like, I didn't want to talk to my neighbors. Like, I've had this broken tooth for fucking forever and a day. Uh, I've had dental insurance. For 20 years, I don't, I don't care. It's who I am. Yeah. But when I started living out here, and it's not because of me. It's to get to you. Because of my kids. Yeah. Because I don't want, like, you're going to judge my kids based on how I dress, talk, or act. And that that was the scary part to me. It is. Uh, but then after a while, my kids, I, I just don't talk to their neighbors. I avoid people. <laughs> right. So my kids can have their own, find their own footing and shit yes. like that. Uh, but it, I, I was embarrassed how long, I was embarrassed about being embarrassed and how long that it actually was. Like, it, I mean, I, I run into anyone at the gas station, grocery store, strangers, and I will talk to anybody and everybody. But it was something about having the, the, the stereotype of those fucking those white suburbanites that I was living next to all of a sudden that uh, I, I didn't do real well with at first. I mean, it's, I, I understand that, too, because uh, I grew up thinking that the suburbanites were like Kyle's and Karen's that could smell me a mile away and probably thought I was there to steal some shit from the neighborhood. And I, I still think they, they can smell us from a mile away. They 
We don't. We're not like that. Even you can wear Nobody that. Car- knows. You can wear that cardigan all you want. Nobody <laughs> knows. Yeah, well, you know, as soon as the tattoos start to show, and as soon like the conversation too, because uh, they enunciate all their words. There's a G on everything, and I was like, man, I ain't heard a G in my whole wow, life. Wow, well, you guys really? <laughs> yeah, yeah you really. I, I didn't know it was there was G's on the end of words. You know what's funny about that though is if you drive like a hundred miles south, the vernacular changes so quick, man. Oh yeah, I don't even think it's a hundred miles south. It's fucking no Farmington. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. It's cr- it's crazy. It is, it's like a time warp. Yes, it and really is. now more than it's ever been. Like I lived in Richwoods for a couple years with my uh, grandparents, and my aunt and uncle, and they had party lines when I was in oh. eighth in eighth grade. A fucking party line. Right. So I you pre- pick up the neighbors on the phone. Yes. Some people don't even know what that shit is. Oh yeah, <laughs> a party line is when like five people in one area share the same fucking phone line because there's not a lot of phone lines to be accessible. Yes. Everybody's got their own phone number, but you share the one fucking phone line. One phone rings, all the phones ring. Yes, you're on the phone. Betty down the street picks up the phone. She's on the phone too. I, I guess it's a good thing that we live with my grandparents because I didn't have I didn't have any fun with that. No, I should have. You should have. I should have. Fuck you, definitely. But it, I'm sure there's still phone. There's stuff down there that's still like that to this day in Richwoods. Uh, it's, it's so backwards down there. Yeah, I mean, there's still people shitting in outhouses, man. Oh man, I that can happens. Shit, I can shit anywhere, but the outhouse. I can't shit in an outhouse. I'm a shy pooper too. Yeah, yeah. I don't. What's up with that? It's why I've never been back to jail, man. So. As an adult, <laughs> I, I swear I did one. It year. wasn't the time. It wasn't the nah, sandwich. Man. I can handle it was, the fights. It wasn't was Bubba over there, shit, dude. I it just can't fuck. shit in front of anybody, bro. <laughs> the most vulnerable position you're ever in is when you're wiping your ass. Yes, bro. People can do whatever they want to you. Right you ever there. seen your dog? Yeah, your dog like, will make direct eye contact with you while they're taking a shit. Like, look, because he wants you to yeah. look out for him and shit. I guess, he feels, no, he feels vulnerable. Yeah, That's I feel what, vulnerable when I'm shitting. Yes, too. you know what I mean. So, and you got to take you got to take the pant leg off and put up one pant leg on. I, I, I got sentenced to one year in the county jail. It's a, the longest sentence you can get yes. in the county jail. And uh, I did 11 months of that shit. I did it in two facilities. And uh, both facility first facility, you had a roommate and you had a shitter. So you could sort of work it out to shit while your roommate wasn't in the room. You know what I mean? Like you just go up there while he's not there. You take a shit. You flush the toilet. Done deal. Then uh, whenever I moved to St. Louis to finish the time, I went to uh, Gumbo. And uh, Gumbo was still a facility in Chesterfield. It was yeah. another facility. And yeah. Shit. And I they had, uh, they had bunks. They had dorms. So the shitter was like a shitter system where they had like 15 shitters on each side of the room. So you go in like the shit room and there, there's just toilets across from each other, bro. There's no dividers. There's no doors. Yeah. Just shitters, bro. So like that was the awkward thing. I, I couldn't shit like. Some people could just have a conversation and go through the whole thing. Like it ain't no big I, deal. I'm, the, I'm that guy. I can't, bro. I can't. Right. So I would shit after lights out. But no matter what time you shit, man, someone comes in there while you're shitting. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I just told you there's 15 shitters on each side of the room, right? 29 shitters for this guy to pick from. <laughs> what shitter does this motherfucker oh, want to pick? come right next the to you. The one right fucking next to me. I got a paper fortress built around me like a portable outhouse <laughs> to shit in privacy. I was told that uh, only people going into bathrooms at night. Are looking for other people going to the bathrooms at night. Oh, you come looking for the wrong thing, bro. <laughs> I, you know, even if that was a rule, bro, I'm cool. You can just do your thing. Just don't look at me while I'm wiping my ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, like, my, don't. He, he was probably trying to wipe for you. Yeah. Well, no, bro. I can't do it. I'll, I'll, <laughs> my wife walk in the room. I have a shit fit. So don't. What, what no do you shit. think about? You ever seen anybody like uh, wipe their ass standing up? 
I've seen adults drop their pants clean down to their ankles to pee, and that's yeah. I've never seen that, man. You've I never wish, seen that. I wish like ne- never in person. That's the best shit ever. Oh, I fucking wish I could. I take so- a picture of it every time it happens. <laughs> I don't give a f- if you're bold enough to do that shit. I'm bold enough to take a fucking picture of it. I don't care. <laughs> like that's fine, bro. I appreciate that you can do that. Fuck. <laughs> I might just start becoming that pisser. I think those dudes got huge nuts. Like you just walk in and drop your trousers down. No, the no, that's not. I can't do it. I now, take it back. now, to me, that's that. I feel more vulnerable doing that than <laughs> just any. Like just someone's gonna just run up behind you and tap the back. Your, your ass is just all out there exposed. No, you're not looking at it. There's nobody looking out I for you. Clench those cheeks so tight. Bro. Nah, I'm cool. Even... I'm definitely cool on that. But to, uh, I'll shit anywhere. I can't. I don't give a fuck. I can't. I'm a shy pooper. I, man, my wife's when we were younger. We first started dating. I'll shit right in their main bathroom. <laughs> blow that motherfucker up. Everybody's walking through there, and I, I was like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's me. That's me right there. No, man, I can't do it, bro. I just can't do it. I got stabbed in the shower in DYS, and uh, maybe that did it. Yeah? You What'd know? you get stabbed with? Uh, like, like a, you know, bona fide sharpened, like, pencil hybrid. It didn't really do what it was supposed to do. Luckily enough, I'm still here. But What'd you get stabbed for? Uh, you know, just kid shit. You know, we did a lot of fighting in them joints, man. Like yeah. Hogan Street, you know, so... Uh, I guess maybe that made me freaked out on the bathroom, bro. I don't, you know, like sh- psycho, like shower curtain pulled back. I'm naked, covered in soap. Oh, like two or three pokes before I even realize what the fuck's going on. I didn't waste any time. I'm fighting naked. No, you had no choice. I don't know if you ever heard about these facilities, but I don't, we're on a tangent now. But the, you would restrain each other from fighting there. The staff didn't do it. Staff didn't break up the fights. The kids did. And, you know, there's a there's a hierarchy in this motherfucker, bro. So, like, you got clicks and shit. So, nine times out of ten, it's just a group brawl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I learned, though, is if you're naked and soapy, no one will touch you. <laughs> you get to fight, bro. Well, I, you, you get to fight. Yeah, you I'm had, fine with that. You had to see the dude that uh, goes around the videos where he's talking shit to people. And, he's about <laughs> and he pulls the, the and he pulls off. Yeah, nobody wants to fight you, bro. <laughs> no, you just get... You can talk shit to whoever. You whip that off. You got an elephant trunk G-string on. They ain't fighting. <laughs> they ain't fighting. Yeah, that was a crazy day, man. Uh, right on. Uh, we're gonna th- we're gonna take five. We'll be right back. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Danny here. I just want to take a second to tell you about Halsey Roofing and the great people there. Uh, Matt, the president. Uh, I know on a personal level, I'm good friends with him. We go to the fights. Uh, he brings his crew to the fights, man. We sit and talk and you interact with them. You can really tell that they care about uh, the quality of their work as well as their clients. Uh, so if you need new siding, if you need repairs. Roof, gutters, whatever you need, man. Give the great people at Halsey Roofing a call. And we're back to do Squared Up with Brock Schmittler of Only Only Made. But before we get to that, I just want to let you people know about uh, what End Zone Sports has going on now. They have, they're in the middle of basketball, but with spring is coming, and with spring comes flag football and cheer. Uh, sign up today. Get a hold of them at endzonesports.com backslash gateway. Now off to Danny and Brock. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Hmm. I've never really put any thought in this, but it's not. It's a tube steak. It's a. <laughs> it's it's not a sandwich unless you cut it in half. It's on two pieces Long of bread. Long ways. It's on two pieces of bread. It's not sandwich bread. It's a but, bun. It's a hot dog bun. So uh, a hamburger is not a sandwich. It's not. They don't. They're not in the same family. It's a hamburger is a hamburger, man. I don't really think a hamburger is a sandwich either. It's got its own class. It made its own thing. And I've never thought about that one until I just said it out loud. But me either, really. But I'm glad you did. But now that I'm thinking about it, the sandwich world, what we define as a sandwich is a pretty interesting topic because a piece of bread doesn't cut it. Sliced bread doesn't cut it. Sandwich bread doesn't cut it because I can get a sandwich 
from Subway that's a long... You've shed new light on the topic. Uh, yeah, but, but I'm more confused than I've ever been now, actually. <laughs> no, that, that you've confused me more, but you've shed light on it, because now I'm like, huh. There's no... Because there's, you're eating all kinds nah. of things on a piece of bread that's not a and sandwich. And is a baguette a sandwich? Or is it a baguette? A, a baguette. Yeah, it's just like a different piece of bread. On a baguette bun. No, like first, baguette. I'm, not, I'm not that classy, so... I'm not that classy I'm either, gonna, but I, I eat shit, bro. I'm going to say no, because no. I've never... I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's... A, it's it's classy I bread. Get, I get Wonder Bread. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's a little high. I get like the whatever the cheap shit is. Uh, she she buys fucking uh, wheat bread. Oh, I like well, I like wheat bread. What is wrong with you people? Well, I, Next it's question. not like it's saving me any weight though. My tits are <laughs> as big as they've ever been, bro. I don't know why. White bread is better. I should just eat no, the shit. I, I, honestly, I, the funny one of the funniest jokes that is so true ever, and it still resonates, uh, is the. I get two double two two number nines one uh and one seven coke. and give me a diet coke too. <laughs> I worked at McDonald's for two days and that that happened. I heard that a lot actually. I took a, a super sized double yeah. quarter pounder meal with a diet. coke. I think it kind of took on its own. Like it, bro, just get the fucking coke, thing. bro. Just get the full flavor. Just next qu- next question: Do you believe in love at first sight? No, that's I'm gonna skip that because I I believe in lust at first sight. Yes, I, there's no way. Yes, love is something that takes years to. I, I believe real t- love is something that takes years. To I hold. believe ten years. Yeah. Oh yeah, it could be that long. Because <laughs> yeah, because I've you, you don't know a person. You don't know a person unless you've lived with them or no, known 10 them years is a good for marker. ten years. Because then you've seen all the because somebody's gonna die in that time. Change. Somebody, yes, job, whatever, career, uh, life. My, grandma dies. Mom dies. Somebody, somebody passed Propensity away. Propensity for addiction. Yes. For yes. Yeah. For. Yeah. If you didn't know how old you were, how old do you think you are? <laughs> I like this question because uh, I would say that I'm 15. Brock. Brock. Yeah, I, bro, I get it. I'm just a child. I'm a man child, okay? I have to be steered in the right direction. There's, I have to there's, be. There's gray in that beard. So oh, it's gray as fuck. We're going to gonna cross I'm out 15. a 15-year-old with gray hair and a big old gray <laughs> penis. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. Why is my penis gray? I know. The hair around it. It's your story. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I went wrong. Edit that out. Jesus. <laughs> or edit it for later. If you had a piece of advice to give a couple just getting married, what would it be? Hmm. I could think of a million things, man. But if I had some advice for a new couple getting married, I w- the advice, I w- it wouldn't be necessarily if I should just be like, the shit ain't that serious. And what I mean by that is don't let little shit ruin your relationship. Relationships are tough, man. Being with some person, one person forever is a hard ass thing to do without you being petty about every fucking thing, man. I say don't be with one person. Be with multiple people all the time and always. <laughs> uh, next, next question. What is one piece of clothing or article or something, just anything you have in your house that you no longer use or wear but can't throw away. Ooh, I have a bunch of shit like this, bro. Yeah, yeah it's like my skinny clothes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I laugh because I have them too. You got them too, bro. You're like, I'm gonna fit back in this shit one yeah. day. My no, wife's like, bro, you got 300 items of clothing in yeah. here, and you could wear 12. My wife's like, that's been in there for five years, and you're never, you're not wearing it. You're mm. no. I still remember paying 80 dollars for those shorts. I'm not getting rid of them. Right, I, they I, look I, great on me when I can button them. When you can button them all the yeah, way up, right? Uh, if you could talk to 12-year-old you, what is some what what is a piece of advice you would give? I would leave 12-year-old me the fuck alone, dude, because I got to be honest, I love my life so fucking much. 
I would be terrified to talk to 12-year-old me because I might say something to that ignorant bastard that might change every fucking thing. Like, if I talk to 12-year-old me, the lights might just go out, bro. Fuck that. I'm not saying a goddamn word to 12-year-old me. I'm proud of where I'm at. You know what I would tell 12-year-old me? Make sure you get all of them on the way. Don't, don't not fuck. <laughs> just don't pass on any fuck of them. everything. Fuck everything. I feel like you're still at a point in your life where you have the fucking on a pedestal still <laughs> a little bit. You're going to get older. You're going to be like, you know, this shit is overrated as fuck. No, no. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's One not. day you're going to hit a spot, bro. You don't believe it. I was I, you once. I promise you that looking back on life and you're just going to wish you fucked more. <laughs> You see how I look? Yeah, I, I do the same shit when I talk shit. I, mean, I talk shit. I'm like, y'all didn't know, but I was just like looking over my shoulder, making sure the wife wasn't coming down I the steps with a, with a butcher look. knife. I'm lucky, man. My wife's super cool, but yeah, when I talk shit, I look around too. If there was a food that represents who you are, what would that food be? Edible gummies. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, uh, I think mine would be supreme pizza. Mm. Why? I'm not because I'm not for everybody, but it's so fucking fire. Yeah. Ah, you got all kinds of ingredients. Yeah, it's a lot of flavor to that. I don't I? I like supreme pizza. I just like pizza. Yeah, yeah, I do too. But I want all the toppings. It's my favorite pizza. I do. I do. I like them. I like meat more than oh, yeah, veggies. Yeah. The four meats are fantastic. That's my favorite. That's one of my uh, bacon. The, the deluxe from Emos is my favorite pizza. It's a good pizza, but it's like six hundred and forty-four hundred dollars. It is too. Why I, the fuck man. is that shit so expensive? I, fuck. Bro, I love this shit, really, but it, it aggravates no, me because it we makes me say it's overrated as pizza because of it. We don't eat it because of that. It's rare now. It's too expensive. Yeah, bro. I don't order that shit when the kids are home for goddamn sure. No, it's a hundred dollars, ninety it's a, bucks. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. It's fifty uh, bucks for me and my wife to eat the way we want to eat at Emos. What character from a book, movie, or show do you relate to the most, and why? <sighs> it's a toss up, man. Tyler Durden or Edgar Friendly? What are they in? Fight Club? Yeah. Demolition Man. Oh, Edgar Friendly is Demolition Man. Edgar Friendly is Dennis Leary's character yes. in Demolition Man. He uh, just wants the truth, and he wants to live the way he wants to Wants to eat live. a fucking steak on a raw if he wants to. That's yeah, it. I, the, that's I, one the, of my oh, favorite spiels, bro. Yes. Like, I, that's it, you know? I, I, I could see that in you for sure. And the other one, the Fight Club, I've never even seen Tyler Fight Club. Tyler Durden, man. It's one of my favorite. I've movies. never seen Fight Club. The favorite quote, man. How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Oh, yeah. It's my favorite quote, bro. Fight Club. It's the fight. The Battle Within, you know, that, it's a great movie. I tell my kids that all the time. Like my my, uh, my, son, my oldest son is trained MMA and he's sparred and stuff like that. So he has been punched in the face, but he's never been in a in a heightened sense of like a fight, a fight ever, like a real fight where and, nobody's going to save you. And I ask him all the time. That's I'm a new like, thing. And he, so, he, he talks so much shit. He gets it from his mother. But uh, I ask him, how have you never been in a fight? You played basketball, football your whole life. How have you never been in a fucking fight? And he just looks at me. Why are you asking me that question? Like, whatever fucks It's that. a different world for him, I think, maybe. Yes. Uh, would you rather be a big fish in a small pond or a small fish in a big pond? Much rather be a big fish in a small pond. And I'm going to eat everything in sight. Me too. What, I've been uh, to small fish in a big pond already. It sucked. Yeah, what's the most embarrassing thing that happened to you in high school? I was called brick shitter. Brick shitter. <laughs> yeah, that might be why you can't this, shit. This is it. Okay, so like, my name is Brock Schmittler. Yep. You know this. I'm just saying it for anybody else no, who's not listening. Right. 
for whatever reason on paper people have a hard time with it i get called broke brooke like brock's not a very common name but i literally had a substitute teacher say brick shitter four times i'm looking around the room like brick shitter oh and then it occurs to me this bitch is talking to me and i'm like brock schmittler and the class bugs out man so but I didn't have a whole lot of other embarrassing shit. Like, I didn't do it. I, you know, I was in trouble a lot. I had, uh, I fucking ate lunch, and I had on, like, these light stonewashed pants, jeans, oh. and fucking I was dipping my fries, and I got ketchup all in the front of my shit. Oh, no. So I wore my fucking, I put, put, tied my jacket over in front of it. <laughs> Me too. Well, it looked retarded, and as I was sitting in my next class, English class, the teacher had something that was stuck somewhere, and, uh, the little section I was sitting in were these goody goodies, and they immediately started. Danny, help her! Danny, help her! She don't let her do that. Don't trying let her to do let, that. trying to make you get up to get up. No, they didn't know though oh. that I had this. They were just really being yeah, good like, people. Like help. They, yeah, which I'm like fuck, fuck, fuck. So I got up, and as soon as I got up, my jacket fell off, and there's this big ass red stain on my fucking. Yeah, your period, bro. Oh, I did too for fucking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That that was like literally thirty people laughing at once. It's amazing how that shit could traumatize you. Because now I wouldn't give any fucks. No. Like, yeah, boy, I got I, I, all bloody I, I, like this fucking your mom last night. You know, I would have I mean? immediately like, walked in there showing people. Yeah, like no. But check then it out. I was like, I'm gonna get made fun of, Busted and, I, your and I did too, man. It was I, looking back on it, it's like that. <laughs> Everybody's pointing and laughing type shit. Fuck. Um, what is your spirit animal? Oh, I think it's probably like a. Drunk raccoon or something. <laughs> I say panda, but getting that's not into shit all the time. Like too clean. I'm like, a, I'm a fucking drunk raccoon, bro. Like that 35 year old gray raccoon you see jumping out of dumpsters, Virginia and Bates. <laughs> so, I know it's amazing. There's still raccoons up there. <laughs> I can't so believe it. This is kind of the same thing, but uh, who's your spirit person? Famous, infamous, George infamous. Carlin. George Carlin. I love that guy. That's a really good answer. Yeah. My, mine's DMX. 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 Yeah. Fuck yeah. He's got, he's got a splash. Hey, hey. hey yo, bitch. <laughs> Love that guy. Uh, R.I.P. Dog. God damn, man. How? Uh, you know, I'm getting older. How, everybody's dying. How else was that going to end for him, though? It wasn't. I, yeah. I think it ended the best way that possible. You know, he went crazy. Like he was. Didn't he carjack someone in an airport? Yes. Once? Yeah. And he like, got a, away with it. Yeah, he got away. Yeah, because he's DMX. He's like, oh yeah, it's all good. I mean, I, I would let him. I'd be like, here. Sure. Yeah, no problem. It's bro. all yours, brother. I'm, I've loved that guy ever since the first time I heard his. Yeah, his music yeah. appealed to me, man. Like, and uh, you know what's funny Slippin is Slippin' uh, is probably that, a, love that. I can barely listen to it without getting yeah. a, like a lump in my throat. I feel you on yeah, that. I, it gets a chip. On, it puts a chip back on my shoulder when I hear it. It God, brings me back to that. God, give me a sign too. Yeah, uh, the whole his whole yeah, basically DMX was my jam. He's uh, they did this thing is where they uh, the vocabulary of rappers. And it went from the greatest was Eminem. He's got the most, the wide, the widest vocabulary, all the way down to who is the least. And DMX was the least. Really? And I'm like, he has motivated and moved people's lives with just few words. He's got that hype music, like that kind of like that gritty grittiness that I like. Yeah. Because I wanted to be that. Gritty. You ever seen the DMX story or anything? I wanted to strike fear. How in he, the used, hearts to, of he used to rob I... people with his pit bull. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's 
He's nuts, bro. <laughs> you know, and then you know, like, like when you did you know that like he was raised in kind of like the same areas as Mike Tyson and shit. Like they all yes, like, yes, cat you know, like, like rub their yep. you know, elbows like with each other throughout their life. Like I didn't know that. I, that I didn't about. know. I knew that they were raised in the same area, same area, same homes, institutions, facilities, shit like that. So yeah, he was yeah. out on his fucking is on the streets and shit. Streets, like Twelve, bro. thirteen, yeah. young as fuck, man. Mike Tyson too. Oh, Tyson's fucking insane. And if you hear about it's his life, life bro. Yeah, like yeah. he was eight years old the first time he beat up a 15-year-old guy because he killed his pigeon. Yeah, uh, fuck with Tyson's pigeon. No, that's insane. I, I just no, It's like DMX's dogs. I mean, you know what happened was they didn't have any other affection. And yes. if you were affectionate with anything else, you were considered soft or weak. Yep. So they went to the animals. And I get that because, like, that's the thing. I never gave a fuck about much about my dog. Like, I, I understand that, you know, because, like, right. I felt like the only person or thing that I've had on my side or on my team before was my pet. I only had one dog growing up, and one of you bastards from Lee May stole her. Oh shit! I hope you wreck your car. Wasn't me, buddy. <laughs> that makes me feel bad. I've been morally sound. Oh, I got I got a sad story about it. Fucking, I got this German Shepherd dog. I won the dog. I finally got the dog. I went to fucking Boy Scouts for the weekend. She got out. They fucking hit her. Uh, oh. Yeah. So I get home, and she's like laying on the floor, not moving and shit. So I fed this dog hot dog. I fed her, my dog hot dogs for two days and laid next to her. I didn't even go to school the next day. Uh, I guess she died. No, fuck no. She was good. Oh. She, she slowly came back to life. Right after she got healed, fucking somebody walked in and stole her. And we know they stole her because they took the chain out of the ground and shit. Every, they took everything no with shit. it. No shit. Yeah, they just didn't take the dog. Motherfuckers. That's fucked up. So this is the first dog I've had since then. And I've been talking to my wife. I've been begging her for a dog forever. And uh, she never let me get a dog. And then my dad died. And she was like, hey, uh, you want to go get a dog? <laughs> She's I'm, just trying to like help I'm the like, situation. Yeah, I'm trying to help yeah. the situation. I'm like, fuck, I know Optim a year ago. <laughs> if that's all I, I have four dogs, man. I, so I, it's, a, it's a problem. Uh, yeah, I love dogs. I do too. Uh, the, I like it, dogs more than people. He does make me nervous, though, because he, I mean, he's not a small dog. Right. But he's, he thinks he is. He's so excited and wants to jump on people. So like, he's never... He bit anybody or snarled or like any other dogs yeah. even, but it I, it makes me nervous when I people come over and because he, he, he's gonna jump on him yeah. and I'm like fuck man. Well, for me, just for future reference, I I'm acclimated it's, to it, so I'll it, actually it, handle. It, it I don't care. It, it's too. it's never I, even knowing you. I believe you. Yeah. It's still not gonna change how I feel. Well, your thing. friends can help you out with that shit, bro. Because a lot of times, you know what drives me nuts is when I tell people I'm like, don't let him jump on you, and they'll be like, he's okay. No, motherfucker. <laughs> I said, don't let my dog jump on you, bro. If I tell you my kid can't smoke crack. Don't be yeah, fucking... Don't still, oh, he's okay. Yeah, yeah. Little baby Biden's over there. He's fine. You <laughs> baby, know? Biden. baby Biden. Baby Biden. Uh, it brings me to the next question. Sum the internet up in one word. Shit show. We'll, we'll allow that. Hashtag shit show. Uh, favorite line from a movie? I said it earlier. Yeah. How much could you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? I, I like the line. I, I don't even think that ranks in my top... 25,000 but uh nah for me it does man because like that's no it's true it's true it's 100% fucking true and you'll find out a lot about yourself get busy living or get busy dying is my favorite line from any movie ever it's bucket list Shawshank Redemption oh yeah the greatest movie ever yeah ever Mm. what's your favorite movie of all time Well, I've already said it. It's 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 Fight, Fight Club, Club. It but it, I mean, well, uh, it depends because like Shawshank's a different kind of movie. Like it's a feel good movie for me. To me, it it's, falls, a, it's almost like a Christmas movie. Yeah, but me. to me, it's what movie would you watch? Or you've only had one movie to watch. You could only watch one movie. I, what is that Fight Club for you? Or if you were to recommend one movie to a person, 
Forrest Gump, motherfucker. <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, honestly, I can't. So, so that's your I, favorite. I, I, cheesy as it is, I cannot. Like, if I'm flipping through channels and Forrest Gump's on, I stop, bro. Do you know those were both in the same year, 94? Were they? Yes. Yeah. Well. If you look up, if we had my fact checker here, anybody's going 94 to was a badass year. Best year in cinema history. Was it? Favorite holiday. My favorite holiday. Halloween. And it wasn't always like that. We do the trunk or treat event. You know, I, have, I didn't do it last year. COVID has made everything yeah. super fucked, you know. But Halloween's been my favorite year. It was uh, or my favorite Halloween or holiday for a couple of years now just because of the enormous happiness that can be provided during that time of year. It's just like stress-free happiness, too. Just like candy and good times, you know. No, no like, stress about, like, presents or any of that shit just uh, – Goofy ass day where doesn't mean shit. Last one, best pickup line. I'm, I, I have zero. Yeah. I, I I'm my entire life. I've never had any game. What's the funniest one you got? Oh, the funniest one. Shit, I don't have. I don't. You think I'd be better at that? <laughs> you know what I mean. You got to have some corny like one liners. Oh. Uh, did you watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air growing up? Oh, yeah, of course. Baby, can I get a pluck in your hair so I can grow a whole field of you, girl? <laughs> get over here. You. I uh, yeah, I don't have any, man. I, my all my approach was, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any game. <laughs> I never had any game like that. All I was right. like the, tri- the tricky guy who'd give you like a compliment and have a conversation with you. Oh, I do the self or the uh, give them a compliment and then give them. Yeah, compliment and two insults. Well, yeah, you change, but it's something about something they can't change. Like, oh, your forehead, your forehead's kind of big. Yeah. Oh, I'm just playing. You're so cute. <laughs> the best thing to do is just uh, give them a compliment, an insult, and then walk away from them. Yes. Because then they're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> you know, that fat guy just walked away from me. And then if you get over there and I make you laugh, next thing you know, you don't have any pants on. That's and, my uh, pickup line. That's our segment, uh, Brock's Thoughts. Brock's Thoughts. So, uh, what do you got going on? We got coming up. You got anything that you want to push? Uh, you got any family stuff you're doing? I'm. What's, uh, what's the next big event in Brock's? Uh, <laughs> I don't have any big events for. I have a bowling tournament coming up. That's pretty cool. Oh yeah, we're going bowling. So like, yeah, I love the bowl. I I, like I said, I've, I, it's I've switched over my athletics as an older person now. I guess you know. Man. So now I play golf and I bowl. Golf sucks. No, golf's a blast. It's oh, a no. good time. There was a time in my life when I thought golf sucked too. I'm past that point. I have a simulator in my garage. So now I'm, I'm just out there taking strokes. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm coming out the garage this year on fire. All right. Is there some uh, theme music backing you and stuff? Dun, you got dun, your dun. bag on. Every time I try to do the Rocky theme, I do Werenberg instead. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Werenberg. Werenberg. Yeah. It's, I, you know, but not, you know, what's funny is I listen to gangster music. The gangster yeah. rap is my go-to for any athletics, whether it's bowling or golf. So when you pull up on a cart, and I'm just like, who knows? It's probably, you know, DMX. Like, I like 90s hip-hop. Yep. I like very little of the new shit that comes out these days. It just doesn't hold Oh, no, you got to, man. Some of it's all right. I, uh, if you listen to the radio, it's garbage. It's garbage. But if you have kids or younger, I work with the younger guys, and I've let them get aux because yeah. I want to uh, see what's out there. Right. There's some stuff that's not bad right now. There's uh, some stuff that's there, not bad. Yeah. That's all. I just put that shit on repeat. You ever listen to Chris Webby? No, I love that shit. He's a YouTube guy. But, Polo uh, G, never heard of that. And uh, the what's the famous one right now? Uh, the baby. 
Oh, well, I know about the baby. Yeah, he's dope. And he's right. Well, he made everybody mad, right? No, I don't even know. I see. Well, he made some um, not-so-flattering remarks about homosexuals. And, you know, uh-huh. the woke culture was like, oh, boo-hoo. Well, hey, listen, just don't go to his fucking concert then. You know? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm really good at separating uh, a person's talent, whatever that talent may be, from whatever narrative they're pushing. Yeah. Like, I don't, like... Charles Barkley and my dad are the reason why. <laughs> right. Like Charles Barkley's like, I'm not a fucking role model. What no. are y'all talking? Yeah, don't have your yeah. kids look up to me. And my dad used to say shit like they're just human. Like he never glorified, put any. Should. No, he didn't do that. And they so are just human. I watch them do what they're saying and shit. And that's all I like. LeBron starts talking about. you think kids about, need heroes, though? Yeah, mine was Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I'm, yeah, I can see that. I Oh, I, I idolized. My, I'll tell you something embarrassing about this. Uh, <laughs> when he became a bad guy, a heel, <laughs> NWO guy, uh, I may or may not have been 15, 16 years old, and I may or may not have gotten upset about it and got uh, water in my eyes. You cried because Hogan I, I went cry, bad? I didn't cry. <laughs> I didn't cry. Uh, and not because he went bad. Not because he went bad, because uh, they were booing him. And throwing shit at him, oh, and that was like upset you. Like that, this is the fucking Hulk. Like, yes, you yes. respect this man, uh, yeah, no matter and, what he does. <laughs> I feel like he deserves respect in the wrestling world, and he really doesn't get it anymore. No, not because because the shit he's done on the side, because the, the using the n word and fucking the whole it's catastrophe with his wife and Anybody his family. Was surprised by Hulk Hogan saying that? Just like I don't know, they're just young. Oh it, yeah, the the woke culture talking like Hugh Hefner's been was in the news today. Uh He's what, been in the news a little bit. Like, that chick's been talking shit. Yes. That chick that was married to him. That's who like, it is, Holly. Oh, having sex with him was so gross. Like, bitch, she was talking. She was talking about how... Uh, She's making herself look stupid. He would have, have these me. parties. Well, the, the person who wrote the article is clearly young as fuck. Because they were talking about how he was disgusting and he was this and he was that. He and was I'm Hugh like, Hefner, motherfucker. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? They were talking about it. Uh, the uh, this guy wears a smoking jacket. Like a da- not a date rape, but a... Uh, uh, like almost, gr- gr- or he got him women drunk and gave him drugs, Quaaludes and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was the time. He, he was doing them too. Yeah, of course he was. <laughs> he was date raping himself. I think that's what people aren't understanding. But they would have sex in like uh, orgies. Yeah, yeah, Grotto, motherfucker. Yes. Uh, I I I don't know that I have like fear what's gonna happen or whatever, but I'm curious as to like how bad it's gonna get. Before fucking, you know what's weird about it to me is we're in this like sexual revolution where everything is acceptable now, right? But then like the fucking old dude that wants to fuck everybody isn't. Yeah, I mean, what sense does that even make? My pops was that guy, so yeah, we should just be like, yeah, rock on, bro. Yeah, like I, you're just the what hypersexual? That's what that motherfucker is. I'm gonna name that shit right now. He's hypersexual. <laughs> that dude just wants to fuck. Right on. Uh, so n- nothing big coming up. Not doing it. What are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? <laughs> Valentine's Day. Oh, I'm thank married, you, bro. Thank like, you. Come on. No, like we're you know. My wife's a little she's into still it. Still on that? Show? Yeah. Well, don't get me wrong. My wife only gives a fuck if I don't do something. You get what I'm saying? So like, oh. she doesn't expect some like elaborate shit. I don't. What do she sh- expects from me is just to do some sort of acknowledgement. I'm gonna do dishes. Are you that day? Boy, you really set the bar. Because <laughs> like you got to keep it as low as possible. That way, when you uh, do something, I fucked up, bro. When you do something, she really uh, loves oh. it and thinks about it. So, uh, Brock, thanks for coming in. Uh, I appreciate it, man. I really do. We're going to have you back again. Uh, you truly are natural at this shit. I don't know. <laughs> I can sit and talk with you about all kinds of shit. Uh, I, I can train a thought where you're at with a lot of stuff. Uh, some of the things I, I, you, uh, I'm the devil's advocate on and some of the things that I, I would love to debate you on, so we'll definitely have that more of that for, for sure. 
I enjoy uh, that shit. Yeah, hey, I appreciate you coming in, man. Uh, yeah. Sorry about the old page, uh, oh. but hey, the show the show must go on. Yeah, no, I mean, if you're out there and you're listening, just go to Only and Lime. You know, uh, it's a public page now, so you can share the content out of there. So, like, honestly, it's probably a good thing. Um, you know, we'll see where it goes, man. I mean, you know, just a stepping stone on our way, brother. So, we'll see what happens. 